it is the end of an era in the NBA. And, you know, it, it's really, it's been, it's been a long time coming. But I, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm really grateful for the end of this. Um, yesterday, uh, Vince Carter signed to a one-year contract to go back to the Atlanta Hawks to, uh, for one last season. Vince Carter is, if, if you don't watch, if you don't, how, how can I, how can I put this? I gotta put respect on his name. If you don't, you know, if you don't, if you don't watch sports, you're not familiar with basketball, um, you know, it's acceptable for you to not know who that is and, you know, yeah. I just, here's what you need to know about Vince Carter. Vince Carter was a once, he was a once in a lifetime kind of guy. Vince Carter, he, let's see, this is, he just, let's see, he just did his 21st, so he's going into his 22nd season. He's going into his 22nd season. So he beat Kobe. Uh, He'll beat Dirk, Kevin Garnett, Kevin Willis, and Robert Parrish. He, he's just, he's just fantastic. I, I encourage you, you know, I encourage you to just look up Vince Carter's career highlights. You know, Vince Sanity. Uh, he, he was just, he was, he was just, he was just too much. He, he, he was just too much. In his career, he's averaged 17.2 points, 4.4 rebounds, 3.2 assists. Uh, shooting 43%, shot 37% from three, uh, 80% from the, from the strike. Um, you know, just, just, just a phenomenal guy, just a phenomenal guy. He just, I'm, I'm, I'm really going to miss him. I'm really going to miss him. I'm I'm not going to go too much into it. You know, uh, he was, let's see, he was an eight time all-star. Uh, he was, uh, he was all rookie in 99 to 99, 98 to the 99 season. Uh, he was rookie of the year that year and he's a two-time all NBA. He, he, he's just, he's just fantastic, man. He's just absolutely fantastic. So he's been with. Oh God! Um, eight teams. I want to say eight teams. All right. Uh, let me think. Okay, Raptors. I think the Nets were in there. Yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah, he was with the Nets. I remember that. The Magic. I think Phoenix. Mavericks. The Grizzlies, the Kings, and then now he's signing uh, with the Hawks. He's he he's a phenom- he's just a phenomenal guy. And you know, Vince, 
I, I just want to congratulate you, man. I'm, I'm just, man, it's just, it's been so great. Your NBA career has been longer than my life. You've, you've played, you've played basketball longer than I've been alive in, in, as a professional and at the highest level. And that to me is just absolutely admirable. I, I just, Vince, I know whatever you do, I think, here's what I think you're, I, I suspect you're going to go into broadcasting um, analysis or something like that. But I know whatever you go into, man, you're, you're going to be great. I, I'm just I'm just so happy for you. I'm so excited. And I just I really just want to wish you uh, the best. And, you know, I just I, I can't I can't wait to see what your future holds for you. OK. So. You know, my, my problem, I have a, I have a problem with, well, let me, let me backtrack. I was, uh, talking to some people and, uh, they were talking to me about, somehow we got to the conversation of, we got to the subject of surfing through our conversation. And, uh, you know, I've, I've never been surfing. I never plan on going surfing. And then we started, uh, we somehow got to uh, the subject of shark shark attacks, and uh, they were like, you know, we got to do something about these shark attacks. You know, you know, what do we, you know, you know, it's just it's just terrible. And you know, I didn't I didn't want to respond, and I I, I really didn't respond with anything. I just kind of went quiet. You know. There are there are certain things where you have to just you just gotta you just gotta just leave it alone. And one of the things I look at here is you know when people talk about shark attacks and shark fatalities and things like that, it's it's abs- it's absolutely ridiculous. First of all, when us humans, we're not. We were not meant to be in the ocean. We were, we were not meant to be in the ocean. Okay? So when I when I hear about shark attacks and um, missing limbs, like uh, who's that one girl who lost her arm and there was a movie, Soul Surfer, that girl? Uh, you know, I, you know, I thought the movie was very mediocre. But when it comes to stories like this, you know, just, you know, they survive a shark attack and they, you know, they're just so courageous. And to me, it's just like, I can't feel bad for these individuals because you went out into a situation, albeit, you know, you were having, you were trying to have fun and, you know, you weren't doing anything illegal and stuff like that. But you went into a space that is not meant for us humans. You, you went into the domain that was not made for man. You know, God told us, you know, in, in Genesis, God told us, to, you know, God told man to have uh, dominion over over beasts, the beasts of the earth. And, you know, when, when I see, when I see certain things, it's just like, okay, I can't feel bad for you because you put yourself in that situation unnecessarily. And it's just, it's just like, you know, it, it's ridiculous. So I'm looking at this CNN article. Um, 
Sharks bite three people in 24 hours at the same Florida beach. And, you know, obviously, I'm sure you guys can tell by now, I felt nothing about it. Because it, it, because at the end of the day, I don't care. I, 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 I legitimately do not actually care about people who get, you know, people who get attacked or die because of a shark when you're, when you're out in the ocean. Here it is. Experts describe New Simrana Beach in Volusia County, Florida, hopefully I pronounced that right, as the shark attack capital of the world. And it lived up to that reputation this weekend when three people were bitten by sharks over two days. On Saturday, 20-year-old surfer Emily Comfort was bitten on her left hand and wrist, according to Volusia County Beach Safety. She was taken to Halifax Medical Center in Daytona Beach with injuries that were not life-threatening. Half an hour, Half an hour later... Wow. Wow. Half an hour later, officials said 21-year-old surfer Riley Petrovich had to be treated for a shark bite to his right foot. Not even, not even one hour, half an hour later. That, that, he refused transport to the hospital. A lot of bait fish gather in the area near the pier at New Serrano Beach and sharks followed them, according to Gavin Naylor, director of the Florida Program for Shark Research at the Florida Museum of Natural History. Naylor says that the best surfing breaks are also found at this part of the beach. If you like to surf and you surf in this particular spot, the chances are high that you have been within 10 feet of a shark, Naylor wrote in an, in an email. The surfers all know this. They routinely report seeing sharks in the area. While it may be news to the non-surfing community, it is widely known to scientists and surfers. Less than 24 hours after the first two bites, 51-year-old Peter Burbo was standing knee-deep in knee-deep water when his rifle was bitten by what he described as a four-foot shark, Lucia County Beach Safety said. He told officials that he kicked the shark with his left foot and it swam away. The sharks in these attacks have not been identified. I'm, I'm sorry, I, that just sounded kind of funny because it makes it sound like, you know, they're criminals and it was kind of like a hit-and-run. Uh... Yeah, I just find it kind of funny. Uh, but Naylor said black tips, spinners, and juvenile sandbar sharks are frequently found in this area. I've never heard of spinners. Have to have to look that up. And on occasion, hammerhead and tiger sharks can be seen. To the surprise of many, he said fairly large sharks will venture into shallow water. According to the International Shark Attack File, Volusia County has recorded 303 shark attacks the most in the United States since 1882. The second closest is Brevard County, Florida, with 147. Of the 1,441 confirmed unprovoked shark attacks in the United States since 1837, Florida dominates the list with 828 recorded attacks. Wow. The second closest state is Hawaii at 162. You know... People, I'm one of the talk, one of the things that uh, the person mentioned that I was talking to. They said, "Yeah, you know, you know, sharks are just, you know, they're just." She she described them as terrible, and I was in my head, I was just like, "You can't actually be serious." You describe sharks as terrible when 
you're when you're the one in their domain. You are in you're in their home. We humans are polluting their home, filling their home up with our garbage, and we get mad when they, you know, come after us in when we are in their home. It's just it's it's just absolutely ridiculous. You know, some you know do you I mean, do people know that there are more people who die from dogs every year than sharks in the in the United States? Shark attacks, it's like I don't even know. I think it's like one fatality every two years or something like that. But in 20, okay, let me just go, let me, this is from dogbites.org. What a, what a domain name. 2018, 36 dog, okay, 36 fatalities from dogs. 2017, 39 fatalities from dogs. 2016, 31 dog fatality, uh, fatalities from dog attacks. 2015, 36, 2014, 43, 2013, 32, 2012, 39. 2011, 31, 2010, 34, 2009, 32, 2008, 23, 2007, 35, 2006, 30, 2005, 29. Now, I, now, obviously, I will say this. More, more people will have more contact with dogs than they do sharks. All right? But, you know, I, I don't... You know, it, and this is very this is a very rare thing that I hear, but um, you know, don't don't paint sharks as bad creatures because they're not. They're just they're they're following their instincts. They see food, they bite, or they feel they feel they feel provoked, and so they they get defensive. I mean, it it, it it's what happens. It's just, it's simply what happens. When you, when you look at, you know, shark attacks, you know, it, it's, it's very, okay, here, here's another article from Forbes, okay? This was, uh, published, this was published March 5th of this year. It's on Forbes. Uh, it's by Duncan Madden. I like that name. Despite the statistical likelihood of ever becoming a shark dinner being around the 1 in 3,748,067 mark, our toothy ocean-going friends still carry a huge fear factor for many taking a dip in the big blue. Which, to me, seems kind of stupid. It doesn't really make sense as to why you'd be so scared of it. Um, I, 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 I don't know. But... Well, probably probably from the pain of being bitten, I guess, by a shark. I guess it can seem like that. But still, it doesn't make sense to be afraid of that happening because the chances are just so low. Uh, but perhaps the University of Florida's 2018 International Shark Attack File, or the ISAF, will change all that. The ISAF investigated 130 incidents of alleged human-shark interaction occurring worldwide in 2018 and its results are encouraging with a significant drop from both last year and the five-year average of 2013 to 2017. Of the 130 interactions, 66 were confirmed as unprovoked shark shark attacks 
and 34 provoked. The remaining 30 were attributed in a variety of ways. 9 boat attacks, 4 scavenge attacks post-mortem, 5 were simply listed as unconfirmed, and 10 as doubtful where the culprit was more likely an eel or a barracuda than a shark. The last two involved a diver in a public aquarium, and one that may have been uh, habituated to the presence of humans in the area. ISAF defines a provoked attack as one where a human initiates physical contact with a shark, such as a diver getting bitten when trying to grab one or bites that happen while removing sharks from fishing hooks and nets. And that's another thing, you know, that's another thing we got to look at. You know, we try to we try to catch these fish and eat them and do it just for sport. You know, sometimes you may release them. But pretty much here's what you're doing. You're putting you're putting a metal a, a sharp metal curved object you're trying to get them you're trying to get that into their mouth. That's that that's what you're doing. So, you know, it's it's reasonable for these guys not to really like us at all. I mean, let's let's just think about it. Let's just think about it. You you right now you're sitting in a, you're sitting in a place. You may be at home, you may be at work, you may be in your car. Uh, but let's just imagine. Let's just let's just go for the people that are at home right now. Okay? You are in your home. And you're just, you know, you're sitting around, you're doing your thing, you know, you're going about your business, not bothering anybody. And some people, uh, how can I put this? Let's say, let's say your house is a, is a regular hot spot where a lot of people like to, a lot of people just like to hang out at. And it happens pretty much every day, all day, and it really doesn't stop except... You know, even in the winter time, it still it declines, but it's still somewhat popular. Okay, so people go to people go to your home, and you, they're in that area, and um, you know, these people they leave uh, they leave trash. Um, they have they have they have an activity where they kind of go into your home and uh, you know have fun in there, and then they go back out with uh, everyone else and in case you guys didn't understand that analogy i'm describing that activity as surfing where the surfer goes out into the ocean and then gets thrown back onto the beach um and then you know you have people you know they leave their trash in your home and near your home and it, it it's really you know and then imagine you just get you know tired of it one day or you're just going about your business and, um, you know, you, you know, they see you and they're like, oh, shark, shark, shark. Or like, you know, oh, wait, th- you know, this person is kind of retaliating against me or stuff like that. So, you know, just just look at it objectively. And as I said earlier, most people, most people don't see sharks as bad as bad creatures. This was I'm just I'm just going off on this because of a conversation that I had where I just I was trying my best not to laugh. Cause uh, you know I, I I I like those girls and you know they're 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 fun to talk to and stuff like that, but it's like okay man like you can't actually be serious right now. You can't actually be serious. These animals are just they're doing their thing, and that that's that's all they really want to do. Okay, let's see where was I? So we talked about the fishing. 
Unprovoked is where a shark attacks a live human in the shark's natural habitat with no human provocation. See how do you define see how do you define no human provocation? I define it as provocation. Here, here's the way I define it. I I would say surfing. If if you enter the shark's natural habitat, is the ocean. If a human who is not made to be in the ocean goes on the goes into the ocean. If I if I'm looking at it from the shark's perspective, that's provocation. Imagine someone coming, you know, someone coming out the street and going into your home. That and that that's really not supposed to be there. Okay, it's not your family, it's not your friend, it's not someone who you expect to come over. It's not the mailman, it's not the Amazon delivery guy. It's not uh your DoorDash person. Um, you know, it's it's a person who you are unfamiliar with going into your home. So so when you say no with no human provocation, I'm sorry, I, I would consider that provocation where if I'm the shark, it's like, get out of my home. Get out of my home, what are you doing here? Go like go away. You're you already you're already dumping your garbage into my territory. So now you gotta bring your actual self in into your into my territory. I see. The figures so yeah, I unprovoked I to me just it, that doesn't make any sense. That figure of sixty six unprovoked attacks is down hugely from the eighty four annual average over the last five years. Also down slightly on the annual average of six deaths a year globally, 2018 saw five fatal attacks with four of those unprovoked. This is encouraging, as the number of interactions correlate strongly with the time spent by humans in the sea. And that's going up due to increased interest in water sports, and of course, there are just more of us each year. This seeming counterpoint to the growing chances for shark incidents can be put down to improved communication between scientists, global agencies, and beach safety organizations, as well as a greater public awareness of shark's plight in the face of mankind. Or for a glass-half-empty interpretation, it could be down to diminishing shark attacks. You know what's so great? What Something I, I know about my, my life that I, that I can say pretty much for certain? I will never, ever experience a shark attack. Why? Because I don't ever see myself being in the ocean. I may fly over the ocean, but I myself will never actually be in it. Um, I may go on a cruise, so, you know, I would still be in their territory. But I, I just, I know I would never be, you know, they talk about bringing down the numbers. It's like, hey man, when you, when you go out there, you... Be prepared and you know don't don't get mad if you do. There are some who don't care. They're like, oh whoa, man, I got you know I got bit by a shark. You know, cool, I got you know scars now and chicks dig scars and I have a story to tell now and it's really dumb. Uh, so geography plays a huge part and the numbers tell an interesting story. In line with long-term trends, the U.S. saw by far the most incidents with 32 unprovoked attacks nationwide. As I said, unprovoked, it's, I, I would put that in quotes. 
but still significantly lower than the 53 attacks of 2017. Of these, there was only one fatality when 26-year-old student Arthur Medici was killed while bodyboarding off the coast of Massachusetts, their first attack there since 1936. Do you know what happened in 1936? That was before... <laughs> that was before World War II. Hitler, Hitler was still, he was still on the come up. That, that's how, that's how, that's how, that's how far back that goes. So that's pretty interesting. The usual suspect, Florida, tops the U.S. states with 1936 unprovoked bites, down from 31 last year. Gavin Naylor, director of the Florida Museum of Natural History's Shark Research Program cites the apparent reduction in numbers of Florida's black-tipped sharks, the species most often involved in attacks, as a potential factor in the drop in bite numbers. Black tips used to amass in huge numbers along the coast of Florida, and there have been far fewer of them, particularly in the last two or three years, he said. The fact that numbers of that particular species appear to be diminishing would be consistent with the number of bites being a little lower than in past years. Elsewhere, Hawaii, North Carolina, and South Carolina saw three bites each. Massachusetts and New York saw two each, and California, Georgia, and Texas saw one. So that's enough of this shark topic, man. I just, it wasn't really necessary, but I thought it was just kind of funny where these girls were, they were just talking about, you know, we had to do something about these shark attacks, and I was just like, Come on, ladies. You know, we're, we're, we're better than that. I, I, you, you're smarter than that. Um, but now on to the story of... This, this may be the funniest story of the week. Um, I, um... You know... I can't imagine working for TSA. I can't imagine working for TSA. The stories you must have every single day. I'm sure it's a long, hard job and, you know, it's boring and things like that. And it, 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 it's just, it's just hilarious. It's just absolutely hilarious. And, um, you know, I, oh God. So pretty much here's what happened. I, I'm sounding a little bit incoherent right now. Here's what happened. So there was a person who was flying through Seattle Tacoma International Airport um, last month and they had a, you know, some flowers with them. And within these flat these you know, this group of flowers, this bunch of flowers, this bouquet of flowers, they decided to hide a knife in the flower stems. And, um, you know, look, look, here we go again. We got to, we got to do a lot, the line of logic here. What was what were they planning on doing, or how did they think this would work? So, and for those of you, 
there are some of you right now where you're thinking it could have been, an, you know, it may have been an accident. An accident. For what reason? For what actual reason would you have a knife attached to some flowers? And if you see, I encourage you to look up the picture. Um, if you see this picture, the knife is clearly meant to be hidden. This isn't like on the outside. This is like, it has some, it has some, uh, stems on top of it. You can kind of see the blade a little bit. But it, it was, it was intentional, okay? This wasn't, oh, you know, he just made a mistake. Uh, yeah, uh, no. So, so here's what he was thinking. Um... Actually, I I can't I can't say if it was a he because I don't know, I don't know. But I'm I'll say this: I'm going to assume it was a dude. Call me sexist if you want. But here we go. Okay, so I I'm a guy and I I want to get this knife through TSA, and I'm thinking, okay, how am I going to? How am I going to get through TSA with this knife? Let's see. Uh, well, uh, I got to, uh, okay. So I could have it on my person. And that's, that's probably not going to work because, you know, they already, you know, you have to go through those metal detectors and, you know, those really don't make mistakes. Um... You know, I could put it in my, I could put it in my checked luggage, if this person even had any. I could put it in my checked luggage, but then I don't have access to it. And there's a chance, it, you know, my thing will get confiscated and I'll get in trouble with the law. So that's not going to work. I could put it in my carry-on luggage, which this is what he did because these flowers are technically carry-on. So, uh, he takes the knife, and he takes, he looks at the flowers, he looks at the knife, he looks at the flowers, he looks at the knife, and he gets a bright idea of placing the knife inside the flowers. And, uh, as, uh, he does this, he's like, this'll work. Because, one, flowers look innocent, and here's the thing, the flowers probably weren't for anything at all. They pro- they probably weren't for anything, it was, it was probably just, uh, you know, an, oh, a nice gesture, um, oh, you know, oh, how sweet, you know, who are they for? Things like that, you know, just, just kind of make them seem, you know, more innocent, more caring, more of a, 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 a congenial person. Um, but he does that. And so, as he's going through, um, he obviously... He, well, he, here, here's what I'm speculating here. He probably had to go, he probably tried to, he probably wanted to go through the metal de- detector with them and all of that. Uh, but he was probably like, uh, no. So he was either going to do that or he put him on the, you know, the conveyor belt with the trays and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, take your belongings. Put everything in the trays, and there you go. So that's probably what he did. And uh, he was like, they'll never know. 
They'll, they'll never, they'll never know. The, the, the x-ray machine, I'm not sure what exactly they call it, the, the machine will not, they, it won't possibly pick up the knife. Um, it, it's, it's, it's just, it's just not gonna happen. Or if it does and it goes off, they're gonna be like, oh, you know, just, I guess just made a mistake, you know, these are flowers, you know, there's nothing wrong with flowers, and you know, it's just, it just malfunctioned a little bit. Uh, clearly, his plan did not work. Um, the traveler was stopped during the routine screening of carry-on luggage on July 23rd, the TSA shared. The passenger will reportedly face a civil penalty for having a concealed weapon. And this, now this is funny. This is, this is absolutely funny. Um, okay, so the TSA did a poem. In this, in this Instagram post. And I find this absolutely hilarious. Um, oh my god. Okay, here we go. Roses are red. Violets are blue. A knife hidden in your flowers can't be carried through. So pack it in your checked bag along with your oversized shampoo. Whoever, whoever came up with that. That's hilarious. That's absolutely hilarious. That I, 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 if you gave me 24 hours to come up with something like that, I wouldn't be able to do that. We're not, and, and here, and here's what's great. Some, there's some, uh, some puns here. We're not just pawing your leg. Let us be clear. You won't have a knife day if you try to sneak a prohibited item through TSA security. Knives of any kind are not allowed in your carry-on. So once and floral, don't hide prohibited items in your carry-on. This is our advice to you. Take it or leave it. Oh my, this is gold. This is, this is absolute gold. One of our officers from Seattle Tacoma, uh, International Air- Airport discovered it during a routine screening of carry-on bag on July 23rd. This is, this is just too much. According to the TSA website, knives are allowed on flights into checked bags. Plastic and butter knives are the only kinds allowed in carry-on luggage. This, this stuff, this stuff, this stuff is gold, man. That, that, that is probably the best, uh, that's probably the best uh, poem I've read in a long time. I don't really do poetry, but I, I think that's absolutely hilarious. Um... So I always try to leave you guys with a, uh, you know, a nice positive tip for the day. Um, but I think, I think I have two here. Uh, one, um, well, actually, let me, let me give Vince Carter some more credit here. Uh, look up Vince Carter's career highlights. Okay, just look those up, all right? Um, you'll, you'll be amazed. Okay, uh, second piece of advice. Um, don't get bitten by a shark. And third, if you are going through TSA, um, and you're trying to sneak a knife through, um, don't hide it in a bouquet of flowers.